listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Welcome to the Footy Talk Podcast on Listener. Tony Squires and Ryan Girdler in for this Saturday. So coming up, we'll take a look back at that Rabbitohs controversial win over the Warriors in a wet and wild Auckland. And has the Panthers' young gun played himself into an origin jersey? That and so much more on the Footy Talk Podcast on Listener. Welcome to the Footy Talk Podcast on Listener, Tony Squires and Ryan Girdler with you on this Saturday. Hi, Girds. Hey, Tony. Nice to be back. Yeah. Did you want to push all these now? I know. Hey, it must be under your request. It is. Requesting to get me in. I am. Thank you. Because I don't have to do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Ryan. (laughs) 15 minutes later, it's Uh, all How are you, mate? How's your week been? Yeah, good, good, good. Good. Any push-ups for you this morning? No push-ups this morning. No, I mm. slept in the bus last night. I'm actually just sleeping on the bus on the side of the road at the moment, Tony. It's a bit oh, weird. Sad. But sad. Anyway, I'm glad that's that what it is. You know, tabloids. inflation and cost of living and all that sort of st- <laughs> hoo-ha. I'm in the I'm in the bus, but um, so you, you know, drive no your little bus my around windows or set move me along. So that's cool. You drive your little bus and yeah. park outside for everyone to go. Yeah, I do. And you got you got a sleeping bag, or you got? Has it got sheets and blankets? What's it got? I'm doing oh it. no, I'm not. No, it's not that. That refined Tony, it's um yeah, it's like a it's like a camping blanket, but I bring my pillow yeah. because otherwise I get a sore neck. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, when I'm sleeping on the side of the road, generally because Brisbane's pretty hilly, yeah. and generally <laughs> I'm not on level ground, so I usually wake up like with a thumping headache, <laughs> or I can't feel my feet. The blood's either in one or the other. It's not hanging around the middle. I love it. Anyway, I love it. Anyway, do you like playing footy in the rain? Did you? Did I? Because remember, um, as a kid, no, playing not, footy no. was great. No, it, not really. Yeah. I used to get stuck in the mud. I was about, you know, 80 <laughs> kilos. So, <laughs> yes. it, well, I wasn't good on a wet track. I needed a fast, yeah. dry track. Because I was watching it. I remember as a kid, when you'd look out the window on footy day and it was raining, oh, this would be fun. That's great. But every year yeah. as you got older, you were more and no. more reluctant, thinking, I'm a guy who needs an umbrella. Yeah, <laughs> now sliding in the puddles loses its appeal after about, you know, 16 or 17 times. Loses its appeal, but gee, that was, it was wet and wasn't for the, uh, oh, the yeah. Rabbitohs game over there in Auckland. Absolutely yeah, atrocious didn't... conditions. They played pretty good wet weather footy though, don't you reckon? They were out, Tony, they were outstanding. Yeah. Like they, they, they can, I think they could, I don't know if they made an error in the first half south. And, you know, defence has really been an issue for them over the last month, lost three or four of their last five, so... Um, haven't been in great touch, and there's been some reasons, legitimate ones, with some injuries. But they just really needed to go to work on some of the fa- the, you know, the simple parts of their game, and and defence is one of those. And um, that was their mindset. They had to absorb a hell of a lot of um, traffic thrown at them uh, early, just because of a little bit of ill discipline. Like they gave yeah. the Warriors a lot of leg ups out of their own end, and and then gave them a lot of uh, penalties on last play as well. So they had to endure a hell of a lot of attack thrown at them, and the Warriors attacked quite well, and and they absorbed that. They absorbed that. I think they actually sort of they broke the spirit of the Warriors, which hasn't been an easy thing to do in in twenty twenty three. Yeah, and then the magician, and then you know Cody and and and. Damien Cook started off the bench and came on after 20 minutes. He must have had Brad Fittler crying. It's absolutely. Because you can see what he can do with a tired defence in the middle and he just broke him down and Cam Murray and that combination were relentless. Yeah. Um, it was an outstanding win and one that looks to have got their season, you know, back on path. 
when you see uh, debuts like Tyrone Munro's, that was just sensational, wasn't it? The try he scored, yeah. he took a great you know, um, little bomb diving forward in the wet, sliding through, got that. Then down the sideline, streaking down the sideline and the kick inside that leads to a, a, another try. It was just great stuff. Would have been interesting. Like, yeah, you're throwing your debut, you're really excited. Yeah. You obviously, you've been watching this South Sydney great attacking side play for the last few years, just waiting for an opportunity. Finally, you get it. You're in New Zealand. <laughs> it's pissing down with rain. <laughs> and you're stuck out on the wing of the puddle. <laughs> but yeah, he had some. He had some really nice moments, Tone. Yeah, yeah, he really did, and um, really contributed to um, to their win last night. So one that he'll definitely remember. Yeah, and it's been an amazing season for him actually, because he's, he's played in all the grades this year. He played. He started in S- SG Ball. Then he yeah. played Jersey Flag. Then he played Reserve mm-hmm. Grade, and he's played First mm. Grade, the NRL, all in the one season. So he's done the whole lot. And and he's come in into a side, you know, without a lot of confidence as yeah. well. And if you think about their outside back, so obviously, you know, Campbell Graham didn't play. Great defensive edge player. It was like, oh, what are they going to do with that? So they they throw um, um, Kenner in there, who's usually a winger, and he defended on that left side uh, with, with Johnston. So it was like, oh, you know, they might have some issues on those edges. Defensively, they haven't been good, as we know, the last couple of months. And then, you know, on the other side, they had a couple of other guys that generally haven't been playing a lot of footy together. Milne comes in, he fills that hole, and it's like, oh, well, where's he going to play? And then, obviously, the young man, Munro, on debut. Yeah. So thinking, if anything, they were going to be leaky on the edges, but they were just patient. You know, they, they, they didn't rush out and try and solve problems on their own. They stuck to their their systems. Um, and they did a fantastic job on what what you know the Warriors have been throwing at teams lately and breaking them down with the football. The South Sydney edge defence was outstanding. Yeah, was Aiden uh, Fanua Blake a little unlucky to get his ten in the bin given and there were similar uh, high tackles and penalties against South Sydney, but the one on uh, uh, his own Cam Murray got him ten in the bin. Yeah, so yeah, it was an interesting one, Tone. I mean, the fact that um, it, it was almost. Stop, the only way that he st- he stopped a try as well, so it was just sort of almost in the act of scoring. It was about a meter out from the line, and he got him across the jaw. So I, I don't know, Tone. You know, every week's a little bit different, but um, I, I was kind of content with him going to the bin. It, it was a it was a um, interesting part of the game though, because uh, during that time, like it was pretty it was a pretty even contest up yeah. until then, and then South really played well and took advantage of of that situation and then went on in the second half when Adam came back on. So, look, it, it probably contributed a little bit during that period, but South were just always in the mood and looked like the better team, I thought. Yeah. Cody, do you think he still he got his hand up for that, the dead rubber? Yeah, he has to. Yeah, yeah I, I think so. You know, and we'll, I don't know if we're going to talk about Origin at some point um, soon, but, uh, you know, like New South Wales – They've been able to get themselves into a dominant position, you know, and, and for they've had lots of possession and, and lots of field position, um, and they haven't been able to capitalise. So that's where I believe they may need to make changes, not particularly because guys are out of form, but just guys haven't been able to take those opportunities. And he's a guy in those situations, if New South Wales at home can get themselves in a good field position again for the third time, well, you need to ask yourself, is he the guy with some other combinations around him and Cook that can actually convert those opportunities? And if that's the case, well, then they've got to look at him. All right, we might get back to New South Wales. Still got plenty to get to. Let's look at the other game first, the uh, the Panthers and the Storm. It was actually the for uh, the Panthers, it was the, the embodiment of the expression, 
weathering the storm because that's exactly what happened. <laughs> storm came out and they were all over in that first 10 minutes, maybe even longer. They were just powerful through the middle, absolutely crunching uh, blokes. And then, you know, Penrith just withstood it, withstood it, withstood it, 14-0 mm. down, come back three consecutive tries before halftime and they lead going into the sheds. Amazing. I would even say, Tone, they created a little bit of that early on, which is something that they don't do. Lot there was some. They looked a little bit nervous. There mm. was some drop balls yep. uh, on early plays. They invited the storm, which you just can't do, into their half. Gave them some really good attacking opportunities. They took them, um, but then as soon as Penrith got that part of their game in order. Um, it was a phenomenal 60 minutes, 55 or, or 60 minutes. I mean, they just hit the gas. What they score? Like 34 almost unanswered points. I think the, the Storm kicked a, a penalty goal. Yeah. This is in Melbourne, Tony, by the way. Yeah. The, one of the hardest places to go and play regardless, but then to chase down yeah. a 14-point lead when Panthers you're not playing so record. well. They didn't have a good record down there then. And without your, you know, your halfback and one of the, you know, the best players in the competition, just to flip it the way that they did was extraordinary. And it was all just through, um, uh, you know, I, I still don't think we hear enough about the, the combination up front between Leota and, and, and Fisher-Harris. I mean, those guys, those guys, you know, they, they just go, that one-two punch they provide with the football, the line speed they provide without it. And then you bring in guys like Liam Martin, Sorensen. I mean, they just did not. They they just not did not stop um, yeah. just attacking the defensive line with their ball running. That's what I saw. It was it was just in behind the ruck, and they've got those back three, and we know what they do every week. But they're yeah, they're big forwards. I just thought out muscled um, the Melbourne Storm last night when it counted. Uh, Isaac Tongor, he is a powerful little unit, isn't he? I mean, he runs hard, yeah. he hits hard, he's got... And, like, he could be a, a, a smoky for a Blues jersey sooner rather than later. I'm not sure he's so little tone, but... Um, <laughs> probably right. I think he came from the back row originally, so he sort of found a hole out there in the centres. And, yeah, with Campbell Graham out and obviously Tom and Latrell not available, um, you know, Crichton was solid last night and he's had a, a couple of decent games. But, again, they need to look for people that are going to be able to convert opportunities with the football. And, and he's a guy that can – he's got a kick. He can generate opportunities for people around him and he can also take opportunities. So it's probably going to come down to, I would imagine, him and Staggs. Yeah. Campbell Graham didn't play last night, so that obviously doesn't put him in a, in a good situation where you can't pick a guy that kind of hasn't played. Uh, did he play last week, Campbell Graham? Uh, I'm not sure if he did. So I think you can't play, take a guy yeah. that hasn't played, you know, for a couple of weeks carrying injury into his first, you know, origin. So, yeah, I think they'll probably have to look at Staggs or, or um, Tungle. Yeah. And, and just quickly, the Nelson Nassif for Solomon, try, no try. I mean, that just did my head in. I couldn't uh, – it hurt my brain to try to work out what was, you know, going on there, whether it was they were ruling on it, it was a double movement, did he drop the ball. Yeah. So, uh, give him yeah, the four I, I think, Tom, when they keep looking yeah. for reasons – to take the try away. Yeah. You know, I think if, it, if you know, anyway, I was happy with that decision. The other one, the, the Crichton decision was an interesting one. I'm not sure what else they uh, mean he could have done. Yeah. Like he's obviously at the back there just scrapping for the board or body position or whatever it may be. I didn't see that there was, and Crichton, you could see that Crichton yeah, felt he, like he wasn't disadvantaged. He just thought he blew the opportunity. Yeah. So how they gave that a penalty try was... Well, it's tough, isn't it? Because once you, once you look at it, though, it, he does, 
he kind of grabs out an arm or takes one arm mm. out. So he, there is contact before, uh, you know, and then he's over the line near the ball. Mm. Yeah, it, it, it is a tough Very one. Very technical. Very technical. And we'll do the next four hours just on the technical aspects of all of those uh, Can't decisions. Wait. It'll be terrific. Can't wait for that. Absolutely terrific. You're listening to the Footy Talk Podcast on Listener. When we come back, we'll preview a massive Super Saturday. Welcome back. Listen to the Footy Talk podcast on Listener Tony Squires and Ryan Girl. A question without notice, Gerds. Yes. Ben Hunt. Now, I said, I, to me, the whole decision this week about him playing on it, it's pretty much like a couple of people in a very, very bad marriage deciding they'll give it another six months for the sake of yeah. the children. Oh, he's definitely sleeping in the room downstairs, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> he's sleeping in the room downstairs. And, I, you know, and that looks good on paper. Let's give it six more months for yeah. the kids. But in reality, yeah. everybody's miserable. Just yeah, well, got, I, it's time to yeah. move on, isn't it? Isn't it? I mean, I, I, well, I, I thought not, it, but I think it is time to move on. Well, I think it's the kind of the wife saying, well, if you've got another one coming in, I want another one coming in, right? So there needs to be some sort of compensation. <laughs> if you're getting serviced, scenario. I want to be serviced. <laughs> and so I think the Dragons know that, yeah. you know, it's going to, at some point, common sense is going to prevail and, and he will move on. But, yeah, I think they're just holding out for some sort of compensation, which would make sense. Absolutely, that makes sense. And I hope that's what they're doing rather than, uh, that, than Flano, Shane Flanagan saying, thinking, oh, I, I need to be seen to be able to convince him to stay. Is that where you're at as a fan? Uh, you think he needs to go? I think he needs to go. I think because mm. the thing, uh, he's not going to be, you know, he, one run, I know he was a bit crook the other night. But, you know, he had one run for like a, you know, negative three metres. So he, he, yep. he's, if he's not going to impact the game, if he, if he doesn't want to be there and that disrupts yep. it and everybody's kind of feeling down and low, I yep. think that the, the changes that need to take place because of him leaving yep. should start taking place as soon as possible rather than waiting till next year, which writes off another season. You it know? just shows you how engaged you need to be to play at that level yes. right home because you can just see... You know, if you look at his performances, you know, up until two weeks ago before he made that statement, yep. he was a totally different player. Would you agree? Totally. Absolutely agree. So you can put it down to, you know, the origin or whatever it may be, but in actual fact, you can just see that he's just not engaging in the contest the way that Ben Hunt, yep. you know, has done for the last four or five years. Mate, so, we, we talked about it on the, this show a couple of weeks ago about the fact that he is the, you know, a picture of him is next to the word professional rugby league player. That's the yeah. kind of guy he is. But, you know, it's just you can you can see it's worn him down and it's, bloody yeah. hell, it's wearing me down. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, you know, I mean, if they let him go now and they get nothing out of it, how does that benefit the Dragons long term? Is it short-term pain for long-term gain, Tone? What do you think? Yeah, no, 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 no. The Dragons do have to get something out of it. You're absolutely right. If, if they just say it's too hard, go – and, and, you know, and get nothing in return, then that's an absolute loss-loss for the Because do you think that, that that's the position kind of Ben Hunt now has subconsciously taken? Like, okay, well, if I'm here, I'm just going to go through the motions and eventually they'll probably flick me anyway? Yeah, well, in his mind, he's already gone. Uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. But they, they do... Like, the, like that sound effect, huh? Hey? <laughs> you hear that again? In his mind, they're already gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kramer from Seinfeld, oh, but uh, no, nonetheless. Yeah, oh. no, it's an, it's it's sad, isn't it? It's a sad ending to what was a, you know, for, well, I guess it's been a pretty turbulent relationship between those two parties, hasn't it, Tom? Because when he first came down there, there wasn't a lot of love, wasn't a lot of joy in the first couple of years. Absolutely, and then there was so much expectation because of the amount of money he was being paid. And then there yep. was, I guess... He won the fans over, the the Dragons fans, yeah. because of his performances. He was, the, yeah. he was the guy. If it didn't happen yeah. through him, it didn't happen. Sadly, that's still the case. And, and, and so everybody feels keenly uh, the loss of Ben Hunt. Mm. It, it is a relationship that, you know, while uh, bad, 
it had its nice moments. Yeah. Canberra, yeah. Gold Coast, uh, 3 o'clock. This should be a good game of footy, Ryan. I'm looking forward to this. We're calling this yeah. one, Tone. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a couple of sides that are on the move at the moment, aren't they? You know, the um, the Titans have won their last two. Yep. Uh, the Raiders, well, they had a, a good win last week over the Roosters. Uh, and, they're, you know, they're all pushing their way up because of the closeness of the competition. I mean, you know, these two points are just so important. I think if the Titans win today, they can actually jump over the Raiders. But it is down there in Canberra. There's origin spots on the line. Um, and, yeah, and you know, the Titans' performance last week, um, unfortunately, uh, with were what they, happened there. But were they doing it for Jimmy Lenehan or were they doing it for Justin Holbrook? I don't know. I don't know. It's not got no idea, but you know they they might have been doing it for Tino, who sat on the bench yep. and didn't play. So he gets welcomed back in. Papali is out, and yep. that just might swing the ledger into the the Titans' favour. I'd say, Tom. But it's yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, North Queensland West Tigers. Uh, you remember the West Tigers thrashed oh, wow. North Queensland before, yeah. putting sixty six on them. Outrageous. I yeah. should have drawn a red line through them then, but they're, they're still you can't, with us. Can you? you can't, no. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, like really impressive last couple of, uh, you know, like think of their last three wins, Tone. And I know it's origin time, but, you know, dominated the Rabbits last week, had that sneaky win over the Panthers the week before, but we've seen how the Panthers perform in origin time. Yeah. Uh, and then beat the Storm um, in probably their, their best performance of the season a week before that. So... You know, since that Tigers game, uh, they played the Eels, they lost that, but they've had three really good wins against quality opposition and, yeah, they'll be looking to re- return the favour tonight, Tony. I-, I think they might come out and, and give the uh, the Tigers a good old spanking up there. Yeah. You love a spanking, I don't? love a spanking. Don't you love a spanking? There's nothing more, Ryan, than I-, I like than a spanking. Yeah, giving one or receiving one? Well, look, sometimes... <laughs> the thing about receiving, <laughs> receiving a spanking is that you've you've got the remarks to remember it by, and I like yes, that, you know. The, the, and that's, that's what the, the because the you know North mm. Queensland asses are red still from that spanking. They hey, they would be, you know, would <laughs> no, be no, very was, red. Was uh, that's, they're almost tattooed. <laughs> You know, in like a rose colour because that that was a big loss. <laughs> was a big loss. What about Brisbane and the Dolphins? Uh, now, the Dolphins, everybody expected this kind of what's going on with them right now to have happened earlier in the season. We've talked about an injury process. We've talked about lack of depth, all those things. They've yeah. overachieved. Uh, now they get Brisbane. You know, they got Brisbane w- without Reese, who's gone. There's some yep. other issues going on there. Yeah. I, I, I think they'll come back hard today in that Battle of Brisbane. I don't. Oh, don't you? No, I, yeah, I, I kind of feel like that bubble's burst just a little bit. I think yep. they're sort of running low on troops. They've got some guys that were performing at the start of the year with the excitement and the energy that are now finding the reality of what NRL on a weekly basis is like, especially when you haven't got a lot of depth in the club. So I don't think they're coming up against the Broncos at a good time. Yep. Um, losing last week. I uh, saw how upset Kevy was. Would have sent a pretty clear message through the week. Before that, they'd won you know, three and we're in really good touch. And I think it's really important for the Broncos to bounce back today given um, the, the the closeness of the competition and, and making sure that they're sort of staying up around that top four spot. Yeah, I've had a trademark change of mind. The Brisbane will thrash them today. <laughs> you, <laughs> have you got a bold prediction, a Super Saturday bold prediction? Oh, I do. Mm-hmm. What is it? Oh, shit, Tony. Right, no, what happened? Did you lose it? Well, I, I, I made a bold prediction, but it was on the Sunday game. Oh, uh, that's okay. 
That's Can okay. I do that for yeah, a Sunday absolutely. game? Mate, and it's yeah. not a Saturday bowl prediction, yeah. but I, you know, well, I've always made got made on a Saturday. It's okay. You, it can be made on a Saturday. You know, yeah. I've always got to just, you know, throw a little jab at the Queenslanders. Yes, I do know that. So I'm going to say that um, Kalen Ponga is going to score three tries and have a massive, a massive win against the Bulldogs, and then refuse to play for his beloved Queensland Origins side on. I love when, it. When it's picked. Ryan Girdler, thank you so much. That's all for the Saturday edition of the Footy Talk podcast. On listener, Jimmy Graham, Ben Dobbin, back in the hot seat tomorrow. See you.